the I Make a Difference podcast, an adventure of exploration of your human self, the conditioned and unhealed parts of you, and your true self, the natural, real and powerful you, a pathway where you unravel, heal and uncover on your journey back to you. When you use the phrase, why is this happening to me? You are sending a message to your system, your human processing, your soul, your higher self and the universe that you are powerless, that you potentially are a victim of circumstance and that you believe that what you're going through is unfair and possibly that you're even being punished. These are the words that so many of us use when we experience things in life which are not what we expected, that don't live up to our expectations, that trigger emotions and pain and processing. And we try to make sense of why we're experiencing it and going through it. And some of those circumstances and experiences we have, we have actually contributed to. We've made decisions that have led us to the point that we've got to. And in saying, why is this happening to me? We're not taking responsibility for those decisions. And what we have an opportunity to do in that moment is to learn from the choices we made and to do something different from here on. But there are also experiences we have which are beyond our control and our influence. They can happen to us. And we can't control them happening like Mother Nature and what she does. But what we can influence is our response to what has happened. We have chosen to be in that space where the event that you're experiencing that's beyond your control is happening. And you were meant to be there at that point in time because if you weren't, you wouldn't have been. And there is a meaning to it all. There are reasons to it all. And it's your willingness to take your powerlessness and potential feeling of being a victim and to view the experience through very different eyes. Eyes where you can actually look at maximizing the opportunity for your growth and development. I'm Melinda Cates, your host, and this is one of my emergent processing episodes. And if you're not familiar with that term or the episodes, which there is only one at this stage, so this is the second one, emergent processing is where I share what I've been processing in the last couple of days. That is, what is it that's been triggered in me and my thoughts, my emotions, my feelings, and the connections I make around all of that processing. So what was it that I experienced that triggered in me the processing that surfaced the feelings and the words, why is this happening to me? I have a number of friends who are going through processing around being locked down, 
various other things that are going on in their life and people I know who are still trying to work through experiences from their past to make sense of why they happened to them and in being in that processing and not fully accepting that the experience did happen because they're still looking for answers, what they're doing is part of their being is looking at their past, is looking for blame, for reasoning, and they're not turning and facing what is happening for them now and what's going to happen for them in the future. When we look to the past for the reason why something has happened, there will be some immediate response and reason for you to grab hold of and understand. But it's the bigger reasons, the reasons why it's created the pain. Why do you have to go through the anguish and the hurt that you're experiencing? Your soul self chose to experience these experiences as an opportunity for you to grow and evolve. I remember a wise man shared with me in my early 20s. He said, Melinda, go and experience everything you can and lose your dependency on everyone and everything. At the time, I thought he meant experiences such as go traveling and see the world. But what I now know he saw was we have multitudes of experiences that trigger that trigger what we have suppressed within us as our human self, what we are protecting ourselves from as our human self, things like our emotions, our memories, our expectations, our judgments, our vulnerabilities. And they are triggered because this is the experience that gives us the chance to be able to work with these aspects of us that we have been fighting and denying in us. A chance to unravel them, to heal them, so that we can grow and evolve, so that we can clear the pathway back to our soul self and allow ourselves to express our soul expression in human form. I know when I was dumped by, and I will say dumped, because that was the feeling at the time. In fact, it was worse than that. It was so incredibly painful. By a guy I'd been going out with for many years. In fact, after he left, I realised that our relationship had been so on and off that the number of years we'd been together actually didn't equate to the number of years I thought we had been together. I remember saying, why is this happening to me? And I wanted to blame him. And that's what we do when we're feeling powerless. We want to blame someone else for our misery. We want to blame the person who's been the trigger of it. We want to blame the universe. We want to blame even God and life. But the reality was that I had contributed to what had gone on in the relationship. Yes, the way he left and what he left me with wasn't what was very fair for me, but it happened so that I actually sunk into every single bit of emotion that that I could find in me 
because I wanted to deal with any tiny little bit of rejection and grief from my life that was still lying within me to clear it out of my system so I never had to go back to that space again. Even though the experience was so incredibly painful, I turned that experience around and I viewed it as, why is this happening for me? Because experiences that we've chosen to have in this life are happening for our benefit. When you can actually take the learning from the experience in the past, the immediate reason why it's happened, and turn around and embrace what you're experiencing in the moment now and see the reason for the experience as what is this bringing up in me that I am now ready to deal with, to work through, to release, to heal, to unravel and to change so that I can become more whole. And in looking forward instead of backward, you know that the reasons for what you're experiencing and what has happened are going to unfold as time goes by. But it requires you being open to it, being receptive to it, and accepting and embracing all aspects of your processing and being willing to move beyond where you're at. And you asking, why is this happening for me? You are asking yourself, your higher self, the universe, and your human self, this is happening for my benefit, for my best interest, for my growth, and for me to become closer to being the true me. So help me see all aspects of that for me to embrace and work with. And instead of looking at just what you've lost, look at what you can gain and what the gifts are in the situation. What are the possibilities and opportunities available to you? I had a lady who was working for me who was required to go and get a signature on a document for us to submit for a particular process and funding. And what she did was she got back to the office with the form and realised she'd got the wrong form signed. The person who had signed it was an hour or so away from the office and there was a timeline on getting this form in. She cut the piece of the form where the signature was and she stuck the signature on the right form. And essentially that is fraud. When I got back to the office, one of the other employees found the courage in herself to come and share this with me. In our conversations, she shared with me that she processed through that if that form went through to the particular organisation and it was found out to be fraudulent, then that would not only impact the individual who did it, it would impact the business and every other employee in the business. She also was following her integrity around speaking up around things that are not right, not to get the lady into trouble, 
but to remedy a situation that needed to be dealt with. I experienced that feeling of, oh no, as an employer, why is this happening to me? But it wasn't happening to me. It was happening for me. But not just for me. It was happening for the lady who'd come to me and shared what she did. It was happening for the lady who had taken the action that wasn't the right thing to do. It was happening for me to step up as a leader and it was happening for the whole business in developing the culture. And when I could see this, it guided me around the approach, it guided me around what I needed to do. I needed to stand up for and by what was the true, right, moral, ethical and legal thing to do. And that was to let this lady go. And it was tearing me apart at a level as well. Because we adored this lady. We knew her intention wasn't to deceive. It was more out of convenience. But the fact was it was fraud. In my conversation with her, I was able to share care, support and love. What was also interesting was I knew this was the right thing to happen to her as well. Even though she couldn't see it immediately, because of course, yes, loss of job, loss of income, and potentially she was feeling some shame around what had happened as well, which I encouraged her to process through and let go, because I certainly was not judging her for what she had done. I knew that there was something better that was going to happen for her. And my knowing was telling me that she was going to get pregnant and be a mother. Well, lo and behold, I think it was, because I, I say I think because I can't remember clearly, but it was about a month later that she sent me an email and let me know she was pregnant. She was able to see that through her, whether it was conscious or unconscious actions, she had done something that forced her hand to actually go and relax and have time out at home and that facilitated the pregnancy. So there was a beautiful other reason for her experience, even though it was shameful and uncomfortable at the time. In the business, I was able to sit with the team and acknowledge the lady who had come to me and shared the truth and to encourage the rest of the team that this was the culture that we wanted, one that was supportive of each other, one that where we cared for each other and where you could step up and speak the truth. I also grew and evolved out of the experience because I knew that my big heart wanted to say stay and forgive her. But I knew that for my growth, I needed to stand up as a leader and do the right thing. The right thing for the business moving forward, that this is how we operate. Incredible when you move from, why is this happening to me? And when you can turn around and look at, why is this happening for me? You can discover even more meaning and reasons 
and more opportunities in the experience than you initially saw. You also move from powerlessness to standing in your personal power, responding rather than reacting, making more powerful choices around what you do and what you embrace and where you head. And you can be more creative and free in your expression. One of the other big decisions that I faced was circumstances happen that led me to a point where I believed I had no other choice but to close my businesses through putting them into liquidation in Australia. But actually I did have other choices. I could have ignored what was going on and had the very few small creditors that I did have put me into liquidation. And if that had happened, a lot of the decision making would have been taken out of my hands, my ability to influence the process and to be able to have wonderful outcomes out of it would have been reduced significantly. I was already feeling enough of a failure and useless. I didn't need to have that put on top of it as well. I worked through the process and looked at what's the most effective, honouring, powerful way that I can manage it so that it was as easy and as beneficial for my employees because that was my heart and gut wrencher. I didn't want to impact them, but I knew it had to happen and I knew there were going to be good outcomes out of it for all of them if they embraced that, which a few of them did. And where they've gone to is they've gone into positions, roles, new experiences that were beyond my business. And a number of them that I do still stay in touch with have grown and evolved significantly and are loving what they're doing and where their life's at. I had been so scared of letting go of my businesses because what was I going to do? I realized my whole value and my whole worth was based on those businesses. And that wasn't the case. My value and worth is because of who I am, not because of what I do. We were able to go, right, what are our choices now? What do we want to do? And where do we want to head? Because this is happening for a reason to bring us out of the situation where we were working, you know, pretty much for seven days a week and were pretty stressed, loved the people we worked with, loved the work we did, but we knew it was time for something different for us to experience. So we decided we would head back to New Zealand, come back to our haven here. I was still processing that I was a failure and that I was useless I was able to start looking at the situation through the eyes that Alan, my partner, kept encouraging me around. This is an adventure, Mins. Like, see what comes of it. And even in packing up our house, we had no income coming in and we're struggling to even pay for something to eat. So what we did was get creative and we had at garage sales. Alan had a ball negotiating and selling with people and I had a ball getting to meet people from our local community 
that I'd never come across because I'd been so absorbed on what I was doing. We took all of our food products and our household cleaning products, which we didn't want to sell because that's not the right thing in our world to do, and we couldn't bring it back to New Zealand with us. And we divvied it up into four lots. And Alan put a notice up on one of the neighbourhood apps or neighbourhood Facebook pages, it was something like that, saying that we had some products to, or we had food and household goods to give away and that the people who came in and shared with us the reason why they needed them would be the ones that we would choose as to who got them. Well, within the first 10 minutes of that notice being up, we were flooded with messages. And so many so that I was starting to feel guilty that we didn't have enough to give away to everyone. So Alan and I decided to take it off the particular platform it was on. I found myself sitting on the floor of our half-empty house because we were packing up, bawling my eyes out. Not because of what I was going through, but because of the stories that people were sharing about where they were at in their life. We chose four groups of people and I had the beautiful experience of getting to meet each one of them and to hear their stories face to face. And I got to see one of the other reasons why the liquidation happened was for me to be able to connect back to what else was happening for other people in the world? What else was happening for other people in my community? And that I could still make a difference in a different way, a different way to the difference we'd been making to hundreds and hundreds of people in the work that we did. And I got to personally connect with people at a level that my work had not facilitated me being able to do so much of because I was so absorbed in the running of the business. As we were getting near to finalising, packing and closing up our container and heading back to New Zealand, we realised that we could not fit everything in our container. And sadly, um, for us, because we had an attachment to some of the stuff that we couldn't fit, we decided to sell it in the garage sale. This was the night before we were about to leave and we were leaving to go to the airport at five o'clock in the morning. And we sold a number of items, but as we continued packing the container, there was more and more. And it got quite late into the evening and this woman rang Alan and she was a foster mum. She had two of her own children, I believe, but she fostered about three or four other children. And she was a single mother. And she had been working that day and had not been able to get to our garage sale and wondered if there was anything left. Now, and amongst this, we had a whole lot of rubbish that was cardboard and a few rubbish bags and things that we didn't have transport to take this away and to dispose of it. We decided to be able to support this woman by offering her some of our very precious and valuable items that we couldn't take with us for free to support her, to provide for her and the children if she would help us out with one thing. 
and if she could take the rubbish away for us. It was a beautiful exchange and she turned up at about half past four the next morning with a couple of her sons. They took our rubbish away and they got to have one of our lovely couches, both of our bikes and a number of other valuable items like toasters, etc. that would support them with where they're at. In this painful, terrible experience, through being open and receptive and looking for where there were gifts and opportunities, got to experience this beautiful exchange where we mutually benefited and helped each other out. Now, interesting in amongst this as well, is I'd saved up a number of air points, which I was intending to use to take my mum on a holiday along with Alan and myself. But what I decided instead was, in leaving Australia, let's leave in style. We had given so much to so many communities. We'd shared so much with so many communities in Australia. We had helped so many people make a difference. And it wasn't the way that I wanted things to end. It didn't fit with my expectations. But it was what was meant to happen. So we flew home in business class. And it was our way of giving to us and acknowledging us. It still took a bit of processing when I got home. But I got to see that there were so many reasons for that liquidation happening in the business closing. Coming home to our haven was a release of responsibility and pressure that had been stressing me for years and I didn't realise it. I had to face dealing with financial companies, which I'd been absolutely scared and petrified of before. So yet again, an experience that triggers the vulnerabilities, the fears, the emotions in us. And I was able to, with the support of Alan, face those fears and see that they weren't real. And to be able to negotiate financial situations that benefited me, and yes, the financial situation got benefit out of it as well. I got to come home and be near my mum. I got to spend more time, quality time with my partner. And our pussycats that came back from Australia with us for the first time since we had brought them into our family, they had space and room to run around outside. So when you do move from, oh my gosh, why is this happening to me? And believe you're being punished and that you're useless and that you're unworthy and that you deserve to be punished. Your soul chose the experience. And if your soul chose it for you, then it is a gift. There is a beauty in it. There is a benefit in it. And as your human self, it is your responsibility to be able to turn around and see the benefits and the gifts that are happening right in front of you. To be open to the reasonings that unfold as you move forward in your life. And know that if you hadn't have experienced what you did, then 
the unfolding that you're experiencing and the beautiful and magic that's going on would not have happened in the way that it is. And what's even more powerful and magical is you get to reconnect even more to your soul self, your true self. <laughs>